Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, episode 18, all about star seeds. Yeah, I'll get into that. But first, I'm here with Scotty. Here I am. Back again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> we had a great weekend. We, we had did. the Recovering Empath Workshop at our house. We had um, three people from out of town, one yeah. from Indiana, one from Minnesota. Minnesota. Snowda. Right. <laughs> and one from Tennessee. Um, and the other three were, well, the other four were For local. Local. Four, the other yeah. four were local. Yeah. So... It was great. It was great, yeah. And, and you got you got a gift. I got a gift. No one ever brings me a gift. I don't know. You got to stop saying that now. Well, all people right. started bringing them. They, they to are. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I got pretzels, and that's very interesting. Yeah. Because on my vision board, right, that I did for last week's yeah. episode, one of the things was have pretzel day. You manifested it. I manifested Lindsay bringing me pretzels. Lindsay brought you pretzels, and you. That she like it's just amazing how spirit works. It's amazing. Now I set pretzel day as March second. Yeah. So that's when we're gonna do the pretzel day. Okay. We might need a few more pretzel options. <laughs> so I'm assuming that they're, they're gonna come in. I want you to know that the kids are already. They got into the pretzels. No, they didn't. Yeah. They're, really? They're pretzel rods. Kids love those. Oh boy. Yeah. It was it was a very interesting class, and I learned a lot of things too. Because Did you? You, yeah, and. Um, because you guys were talking a lot about like intentions and everything. Yes. And, you know, I'll, I'll say one of the, the people that came, I will not mention them by name, was able to manifest a lot of things. Okay. And certain things I didn't even know you can manifest. Like what? Well, she was oh. manifesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. She was able, like, I didn't even know this was a thing, but she actually was able to manifest like the person that she wanted to be with. Yes. All the way His down, job, everything. job, everything, including she wrote a list of all the things she wanted in a husband. Yeah, including including the size of his, you know what? Of his, you know what? Yeah, you know that. Yeah. She literally and she was serious. Yeah, and she said that happened. Yeah, like everything. It was quite specific. Yes, I was, and I, I had a lot of questions about that, but I didn't ask her. <laughs> you didn't want to get like I didn't want to get creepy. It. You know, <laughs> you know, people come to have a nice time. They don't want me to like be all creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, I was just wondering, she's trying to help us. She's yeah. like, listen, this can happen. Cause well, well, yeah. you know, it's the, um, recovering empath class, but at the end we always do an intention and the intention is supposed to be, you know, really whatever you want, but just because I did the manifestation podcast, a lot of people are talking about what their intentions are and what they want to manifest in the new year. And she was just helping some of the single girls saying like, Hey, look what I did and look what I got. Like, right. you know, cause she said something about, her grandmother telling her to be specific with her prayers, which I always thought was, I thought that was such a cool way to put it, you okay. know, be specific with your prayers. So that was hysterical. That's cool. I've also started a, a club Oh. separate from the Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Didn't know about this. It's a secret club. Okay. And in it, to get in it, sorry, Yeah. <laughs> you need to do the shot of Tennessee whiskey, cinnamon whiskey yes. with me. Oh. So right now there's three people in the club. Well, you're in the club. I'm in you're the club. in the club. Yeah. Thank you. You're a co-founder. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm real. A real founder, but we'll put you. you we'll put you on as co-founder. About me being yeah. in the club. Yeah, but you're in the club. <laughs> okay, you. And right it. now, there's three members in there. There's Ooh. Danielle. Okay. Okay. Danielle, Amanda. Amanda. And Alicia from Minna Snoda. Right from the recovering empath workshop. Yes, from yeah. She did a shot. We snuck off and we did a shot. Yeah. When you guys were all like talking about fruity things. I said, let's get your purple out 
And she's like, yeah, let's do a shot. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she needed to get her purple out. Yeah, she so got you, her purple out. So You're helpful that way. Uh, so there's three members, and you're the co-founder. But All right. All right. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. Wow. But all right. All right. So, Scott, you know, today I am going to be talking about star seeds. Yes. And when, you know, you sometimes give me homework. I do. And I didn't know what that was. Really? I, I, you know, I was looking through like <laughs> seeds and stuff. I found like, you know, like, you know, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. Yeah. All these things. Right. You have no idea what I talked about. I have about. no idea what you're talking about. No. But what happened was like you were talking about like, well, look up like, you know, rainbow colored auras and all right. these things. And things that popped up were like about aliens. Yes. So I did a little work. I always love when I give you the podcast topic. You have no idea what we're talking about. No idea. But I love that you just like come forward with what your assumptions are. And I think right. that it's so pure and authentic. And I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear what you, okay. what you know. Go ahead. So this is what I found out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So signs that you've been abducted by aliens oh. is what I really started to focus <laughs> on. So I went away from the pumpkin seeds oh, and the boy. star seeds yeah. and <laughs> just signs that you've been abducted. Okay. And I'm not really into this alien nonsense and what is it area 57 or whatever sure. 51 whatever yeah. and we're all gonna go there and meet there in the desert do you and... believe in aliens though like really uh, do you um well it makes sense logically that there would be yeah because there's like billions and billions of galaxies and you know inf infinite amount of solar systems and all that yeah jazz. i don't know all this stuff but I would assume there would be. Yeah. Like, why would we be the only ones? Like, when you go to a planetarium and they start talking about how insignificant we are, you're like, there has to be... There has to be. ...other things. Yeah. There has to be. Yeah. So, anyway. So, all you right. believe. So, I you're believe, yeah. You're a believer. Yeah. I'm a be I don't know that they're here on Earth. Do you think they're hanging... Like, they, they want to make contact with you? Well, that's what I... Well, here's... A, yeah. I, that's what I'm a little scared about right now. Okay. Because after I did the research... Yeah. Let me show you my findings. Oh, my. Okay. So the first one is, uh, and these are in no particular order, by the way, but loss of time, meaning oh, that yeah. you, like you might have lost 10 minutes of your life a day. Yes. Um, has it ever happened to you? Yeah, Once. Once. That's a crazy experience. It's a, it's a crazy phenomenon. Like people will be like, I'm driving and I know it. I look at the clock and it's midnight. And the next thing I know, I'm still driving and it's 5 a.m. And like, where did that time go? Yeah. That happens uh, to people. Okay. But only happened to you once. Yeah, not when I was driving. Not when you were driving. Yeah, I, th I mean, I think that's happened to me a few times. But really? all right, let, let's move on. <laughs> Number two, again, no particular order. Mm -hmm. uh, you hear a tapping or a humming noise oh. prior, right before you're about to go to sleep. Now, I thought about this, and that could be just the sound of me snoring. I've heard that, though. But you've heard that? Yeah, and my mom, like, because, you know, my mom's a psychic, too. Like, she will talk about how she hears the hum. Of okay. them paying attention to us. Really? Yeah. It always freaked me out okay. growing up. Um, the feeling of being watched. Okay. Well, that could be a lot of things. Now, the only, yeah. I mean, one time we caught our neighbor <laughs> looking in our window. <laughs> and that could be that. I don't know. You could have a peeping Tom. Right. I mean, or so. Or it could be a little green man. Yeah. Peeping on you. Yeah. Um, nosebleeds. Nose? Like, like, like a lot of nosebleeds. Like you just get a nosebleed. Oh. One time I got punched in the nose, I started my nose started bleeding. Well, so I, they, it's dry, they, they, I get. They could be thinking bleeds, that. So I don't. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, th this one's a little strange. You okay. wake up with your pants unbuttoned, Stop or like it. anything like Is that, that a real one. Yeah, that's a real one. Really? Yeah. You wake up with something like undone. There's like too many things that could have happened there. Yeah, that could be HR departments. Yes. Issue. But you know, <laughs> and I'm getting a little nervous here. 
um, you, the ability to see colors around people. Oh, stop it. <laughs> okay, that was no. not, that, I made that one up. Okay. okay. I made that one up. Uh, neck problems. Mm. And, you know, my neck was hurting Why? that one time. Why? I, I don't, they didn't really give explanations. They like, just said, like, these are the things that would happen. How reputable are your sources for extremely, your research today? Extremely reputable. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> uh, now, this one happens here all the time. Ooh. Electrical malfunction. Okay. That's like spirit stuff, though, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, this one would definitely apply for both of us going crazy. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That happened a while ago. Yeah. Now this is strange. <laughs> I'm gonna now. I'm not gonna lie. When when I was going through this, I was really thinking it was me that was abducted by aliens. Uh -huh. But now I'm thinking it might have also been you. I was not. I don't think I've been abducted by aliens. Because here, right before the podcast, right? What did okay? What did you say you needed to do? Take more what? Naps. Well, naps and vitamins. <laughs> oh, I do. I feel so depleted. And one of the top signs is the urge to take vitamins. Stop it. I swear to you. Really? Yes. You're freaking me out. Are oh, you? No. Are you an alien? I was just am saying I... that to you right before because I was so tired. And then I'm like, why am I tired? And I'm like, oh, it's because, like, I need to take different vitamins. Are you? You might have been abducted. Oh, all right. I think I um, remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pretty good dream memory. You also could be afraid of the closet. I'm afraid of the closet. Are you afraid of the closet? I am. I don't like it open when I sleep, but I think that's, that's everybody. Right. No, no, no. They said Stop that it. people would like to close the closet door. Really? Yeah. I hate the closet yeah. being open. Yeah. Uh, do you have a compulsion to be a vegetarian? Yeah. I don't like eating meat, but like I force myself, but it disgusts what, what me. What planet do you think they abducted you from? Like what, like, I mean, uh, what, like the abductors came from. I think it was from, like, the Avatar planet. Okay. <laughs> now, th this one, I don't know. I mean, this is a strange one. A, a sore buttocks. <laughs> That's, like, Forrest Gump or something. I'm good. <laughs> that one you're good with. I might have issues Why with that Why do they one. want to play with your butt? A sore buttocks. Like, that's always the conspiracy theory, that they're playing yeah. with your butt. Do you have the compulsion to <laughs> study quantum physics? No, not a, not in the least. Okay, that's good. Not in the uh, least. I did it like for a while. When? Yeah. When? Early, <laughs> early two thousands. I don't remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Remember that was like that cat in the box. Is the cat dead or not dead when you give him the poison? <laughs> Schlesinger's, Schlunker's cat or something like what? that. Shodi's cat or something. All this stuff. What was that guy's name? Where, I, who, I don't know. Schwingler's, Schwingling-a-Ding's cat. A whatever. green person right. will know. Yeah, a green person will know. <laughs> um, well, and the last this one, from? and this is this one, I, I, I have been seeing this lately, seeing hooded figures that are all dressed in black. Like I, from Star Wars? I don't know, but like I've kind of like, 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 like that. I've been like noticing. Like, I don't we are that. in South Florida, so there's a lot of people. There is a lot of stuff in South Florida. There's a lot Florida. of shady there, people you know, with hooded. I don't even look twice anymore. With hoods on, yeah. About the people who are shady. All right, so I, I, I think we've both been abducted. All right. M maybe you more than I. Possibly. It's possible. So I got nervous, and then, <laughs> because now I think I've been abducted by an alien. It's not even about that that and I'm talking about today. Like, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. I know, about. but we got to explore this. Do we? Yes. And I came up with, you know, so now I don't oh. want it to happen again. Oh. I don't want the sore, you know, buttocks and Do all those things. Do you have a sore butt? 
you know, once you? or twice. All right. Um, <laughs> What's going on? It was again early two thousands. Trust me, I'm the one that's up all night. Nobody's taking you anywhere. Okay. You are up there all night. Trust me. But here's the thing. I've come yeah. up with a game plan for us. Okay. Okay. It's and I call it. There's an acronym. I call it M I R. M I R. M I R. If we can re- just remember these three letters, okay. I think we'll be okay. Okay. What do they stand for? Okay. So the M stands for block their mind control. Mind control. Mind control. If okay. we can block their mind control, yeah. we're going to do a lot better. Okay. That's the M. I can do that. Okay. M. Brick wall. Mind control. Brick yeah. wall. Number two, use our intuition. Okay. So if we know they're coming, yeah. they can't abduct us. Oh. That's the I. Okay. And, th- and this is for everyone that oh. feels they've been abducted. Yeah. And then the last letter is the R, which is used time-tested um, materials to fend them off. What? Where's the R there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. Resources? It, resources. Thank you. are okay. welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just made that made sense yeah. for you. Okay. So at my R, I thought it went well together. That's why I put the R there. But resources. <laughs> And then, you know, what what could you use? So time-tested substances, such as maybe like weed killer. What? Are you talking? You, you sound nuts. Urine. You could, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where so do you, you have to fend them off. It's like urine fends them off. You're, yeah, well, you have to use like you what you feel are time-tested uh, substances, okay. like resources. Like you called resources. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, like I said, like weed like killer. Like a dog. Like an angry dog. Maybe the urine of an angry dog. Well, I just, well, you're very. Because you need, it's got to be liquid. Oh, it's, okay, you didn't. Y- yeah, oh, sorry. Specify yeah, that yeah, at all, yeah, Scott. Yeah. It's got to be liquid. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, now, what you, what you, what you don't understand is like, I've been up all night doing this stuff. And once you really start like, reading you the really material, deep do- dived in there. Yeah. You get into it and you. Is this you, why you're like stockpiling like tinfoil and been putting it on the windows and crap? Yes. Oh my and God, I wear that God. weird hat. Yeah, I took. I got rid of my Alabama hat, and yeah, right now I'm wearing my tin covered hat. in tinfoil. Jesus. So there's another thing. <laughs> okay, so now we know how to fend them off. Just remember, guys. M I R. Right. Okay. Nothing else today. Right. Just remember that. Remember okay. Scott's acronym. He made now up since where since the I, R doesn't make sense. <laughs> resources. <laughs> it should be like liquids. Liquid. M I L. M I L. Maybe I can change M-I-L. it, but now you're confusing people. Okay. All right. All right. Now since we've been a, both been abducted. Um, <laughs> right. I've also, we, I've also looked up how we can cope with our abduction. I have zero trauma from my No, you really trauma. do. You don't know that you do, okay. but you do. Okay. So the first thing is we can read other accounts and we can join support groups. Oh, I bet those are entertaining. Yeah. So I, I, I think after the show, I'll start <laughs> right. calling around. They're okay, very good. secretive. They're yeah. hard to find. Yeah. But some of them are starting to appear. Okay. So we need to we need to do, we need to find a support. I'm group. not like completely in like unconvinced like people get abducted though because like if you there's a lot of accounts of like hypnosis in yes. certain areas yes. of the country where there's been like they've been plagued by these things. But then I read this thing where a lot of abductions are actually about it's like metaphors a lot of times for colonialism and like other parts of our humanity that um that like come out in this metaphor of abduction and things like of that nature. But the hypnosis are hard to, yeah, to fight against. Cause you see these people and they all have the same accounts. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. All right. The second thing we should do, and we already do this surround yourself with crystals. 
Maybe they don't like crystals. I don't know. Okay. But that's what they I said. mean, they they traveled four billion light years yeah. to get here. Like, I don't know if like smoky quartz is going to keep them oh, away what, from me. What if I throw like a hematite stone at them? I don't know. You know what I mean? I think like they they got here, and that's mm. like the one thing. Okay. Unless it's like a Superman situation, like kryptonite. All right. The other Possible. thing, and now we're we're going against our, the third thing we need to do to cope. Okay. Which is we don't tell our family because they're going to Baker Act us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. tell anybody. Let's not tell anybody they about don't, this. Yeah, don't tell anybody about okay. this. Okay. Don't tell anyone, even though this is being taped and broadcast. They to won't tell. 17 people. <laughs> going to tell. I'm just kidding. All right. And the, the last thing is, whatever you do, mm-hmm. do not do what the aliens told you to do. Really? Yes. Do not do it. You're, now, you're going to have the urges sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They make like, you. They make you do things. Mm-hmm. But if you feel that, you don't do it. Okay. Okay. So if we can... Do that, I think we'll be okay. And, okay. Then, and then we have our thing. And then the last thing I think we're going to have to do. Yeah. Um, we're, because if this happens again, we should get paid so we can insure ourselves. What? Are yes. You, what there's a company. Was, what? There's a company in Florida. What? Of course a, it's in Florida. Of course it's in Florida. Of course. And that should surprise nobody. They came out in 1987 <laughs> and they will sell you alien abduction. <laughs> insurance for the low low price of 1995 i actually oh. got it for you because oh, i didn't want it to happen again oh. and it's transferable what happens like so you could transfer it to me oh yeah. like so if i get abducted what do you get like 20 bucks back no or? i get millions really yes but you have to prove it right there's like some red tape and stuff but yeah, yeah I'd, be, I'd be a millionaire okay and you're you know you'd be having issues with closets and things like that but i'd be a millionaire <laughs> maybe they want to hear more about these well, star seats three information as always it truly has nothing to do with what i'm going to be talking about all right so today we're talking about star seeds and here's the thing like it's alien stuff that is true and i never like sounding like some crazy psychic lady like i understand i see colors around people and that sounds nuts and stuff like that but like i really do see them and like i feel like i try to make it logical so that I don't feel so, you know, like people believe it or whatever. So that's, you know, I can kind of make it applicable to you. But this is where it gets a little gray area, like where people are like, what? You know, so here's the thing. You can go online like Scott did and you can read all sorts of crazy stuff. I will tell you how I see it firsthand from myself without any sort of elaboration from what you can google and and because i have had experiences that are a little different and and like normal for me is talking to people who've crossed over and spirit guides like that's normal to me and they feel a certain way and i'm very familiar with them not normal is when i feel something else and this doesn't happen often it's very rare but it's happened and the thing is is like with those who've crossed over, they just feel like people who are dead. Like they don't feel, you know, scary or mean, or they just, they're people and they're dead. Like, so they just feel that way. Um, spirit guides feel heavenly celestial. Like they are of a much higher vibration. Like they are about kind of like how the universe works and, and like our soul purposes and, and things like that. Like what you want to call that, which is greater than us or God, or, you know, the, the, the workings of all of it. Those are spirit guides. That's a different energy. But once in a while, I will feel something else. And 
they don't feel heavenly and they don't feel like they come from a place of that which is greater than us or God or whatever you want to call it. They just feel like they're from somewhere else. And they feel like they're kind of tapping in to our consciousness. Kind of like if somebody was kind of tapping into your Wi-Fi at your house. And I, I, it, like when I feel that, like I felt it a couple times during readings on people. Like I'll feel dead people around them. I'll feel their guides around them. Once in a while, like maybe... I can count on one hand the amount of times it's happened. Like, I'll do a reading and it's like, who is that? Like, who is, what is that? And they always know that they're getting information from somewhere else. These people are called starseeds. So it is possible from what I see it that reincarnation happens. I feel it all the time in my life. It's not even abnormal to me. I feel like it's completely something that we all go through. We reincarnate in this lifetime to learn different soul lessons with different filters, meaning different personalities, the ability to wear different aura colors. You know, like I feel like we come through lots of different times and I should do a show on past life stuff because that's really interesting. And I feel like, you know, the majority of us have had many lifetimes on this planet. But a star seed is somebody that has come from another, let's say, star system or planet or dimension or something like that. And it's, they haven't always been human in their reincarnated lives. And usually the way that I see it is they're benevolent beings. Like they just, there's, they, they want to help the planet and they want the humanity and the humans here to shift into a higher vibration by raising the spiritual awareness of the people around them. And not all of the star seeds are awakened yet. Like you could be a star seed and you're not quite sure. Like they always have like an awakening moment. Some are just born this way. Um, th there's kind of different things that I personally see when I do star seed readings. So I know it's like crazy sounding, but I really see like in my readings once in a while, people who have this deep inner knowingness that they may indeed not be of like the human race all the time. Like they're more star seed. Like, yes, they're human. They were born into a human body. They have all the functions of being a human and whatnot, but their soul, you know, hasn't always been reincarnated into the human form. So a lot of times they're found in also, I mean, you can find them in all sorts of fields, you know, the humanities, law, medicine, teaching, any, you know, any walks of life that have to do with service and system, like how to get people kind of moving on a smoother scale where there's not as much fighting or conflict. That's kind of like the starseed thing. They don't like fighting. They don't like conflict. They don't understand these things. So right now, like obviously... And it's been this way for a long time. Like humans and, and the way that we live on this planet is very ego-based. It's a very fear-based reality. We're always scared. That's how our species uses survival tactics to stay alive. Like we're always scared. Like if you look, you know, the news or what's going on or when people are like everybody's scared and that's the ego. And the starseed thing, and I feel like this is something like if you believe in life on other planets, possibly some of them have gotten over that. Like they, they don't operate on ego base. They're more of like a higher shift in consciousness or vibration. And they're trying to bring that to us. 
So obviously like we need some help, you know, and they're, you know, around the millennium, they say that there's been some sort of shift and a raising of vibration, a raising of, of consciousness. And I feel like if you kind of pay attention, you've seen that like people are just way more comfortable with talking about this kind of stuff that we talk about on this podcast, um, just in daily life. And, and, and even the people that like, you can find other people to talk about this stuff with, if you look a little bit. So these star seeds are supposed to, like I said, you know, raise our vibration so that we can transform and we can transcend and we can kind of just get to a better places as a people. So they're kind of like volunteers as well. So like, it's like, if you're a star seed, it's because you volunteered to do this work and they just, they want to being on this planet and being a human is the hardest existence. Like it's very difficult. Most of the people that you meet and know have been human. And what I mean by that, if they've spent their entire reincarnated lives as human, like all their lives, they've been human, 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 human. But our life form is one of the in most intensely hard um, life forms that I feel like you can take on as an energy. And it's because of the ego and the fear and stuff like that. And our brain we get is actually hardwired against our soul growth. So the body that we get is actually, it's in direct conflict with our soul. So that's why we always feel torn. Like that's why it's always so hard to like move forward and stuff like that because your brain literally doesn't want you to. It wants you to just like live your life, you know, as long as you can, you know, until you don't anymore. And then like that's your survival instinct. So it, it's hard here to learn your spiritual and soul growth and soul contract lessons um, in this body. So the thing is with um, star seeds and stuff like that, you know, they don't do that. Like they're more intensely aware of the difference and they're not as attached to their brain being as hardwired. So I see them in aura color. Like I can kind of pick them out in aura color. And I see them with two different kinds. I see rainbows, like rainbow auras, and I see crystal auras. And rainbow auras are kind of like, they're shifty. Like I call them rainbows. Like sometimes it looks like a rainbow, but sometimes it can kind of also uh, take on, you know, it can shift and change a lot. So it kind of almost looks like, um, like a filter, like if you or like, you know, lighting that changes a lot on a stage or something like that. And crystals, they look like uh, there's like a crystal around them. Like, I don't know what to say it, like a clear crystal. Like if you put it up to the light, that's what it looks like around them. But a lot of them wear other colors to try to like blend in with the rest of us. So, you know, I'll see like crystals wearing, you know, green or purple or something. And I'll see rainbows doing the same thing. Rainbows fit in a little bit better because the way I see it is they've had lifetimes here more than one lifetime as a human even though they don't originate as a human and crystals, this is like their first time around usually. And like, like, here's the thing. And I don't see this myself, but you can get really into it. And there's like people that will tell you what planets they originate from, what, like what's like star galaxies and stuff like that. They originate from like, I don't personally go there in my readings with people. And that's not the kind of stuff that I do, but 
Sure, why not? Because there is a difference between crystals and rainbows, and they do feel like different species almost. But we'll call them all star seeds because it's kind of their same purpose is the same to kind of keep things running smooth. So here are some signs of being a star seed, and it's kind of crazy because sometimes it sounds like the empath signs. But the difference with star seeds, you have to understand, is they kind of just they're a little off. Like I don't know, I don't know else to say it. Like they kind of don't like they're human and stuff, but they kind of like don't always fit in. So they're always kind of like oddball-ish in a way that is friendly and okay and stuff like that, but like a little separate. Um, okay, so signs of a star seed. So usually star seeds feel apart from humanity in general. They're like, I don't get this. I don't get this fighting. Like, what is this about? Like, it's, it's you know, like parties, everything. It's kind of like, what is this? Where empaths get it, they just choose to stay away from it. Star seeds like literally don't get it. Like they don't understand it. Um... Starseeds can handle large groups of people, but not for long amounts of time. Um, Starseeds have knowledge that don't feel like it's theirs. So they can have glimpses of another life form. Um, they can always be dreaming of home, very connected to this kind of stuff, like UFOs, you know, galaxies, like Scott said, quantum physics. Like they can be really into kind of um, celestial stuff, like in, in a way that's almost uh, over the top. At various points in a starseed's life, they end up downloading new information and manifestation rapidly happens. So like a lot of them aren't awakened. So they go through points of awakening and it can happen super quick. It says that like starseeds have some sort of like internal clock within them that gives them this inner knowing of how and when to grow and act. So they don't like question it. They just start growing. And it's because they're like downloading information from this other galaxy or culture or starseed village somewhere out there they're, they're like downloading it it's kind of like I said like when I read sometimes people and I feel like something else and it's like they're tapping into our wi-fi I like to call it that it can also download on people like here we're gonna you know just like a computer like we're gonna update you you're gonna give you an update and that doesn't happen to all of us so that's like a starseed thing um, they're highly developed empaths, but they have a hard time being in a solid relationship. Like it's just easier for them to be single and usually they don't lament it too much. It's just kind of how it is. Innocence flock to star seeds, children, animals, elderly, sick. Like it's just kind of like they're, they're safe people. It's like a safe being. People often get uncomfortable by star seeds. Like they're fascinated, but they'll keep a distance. Um, the ways of the government and our human systems are confusing to star seeds, most especially the ones that lack compassion and don't believe that there's abundance or universal empathy for all members of a society. Um, it, like class systems are super confusing to star seeds. Like just things like the healthcare system, like why doesn't everybody have it? Like things like that, like um, that there's not some, like I guess we were. <laughs> You know, our own ego calls that things, you know, like we would say, um, well, it doesn't work that way. Not everybody can have the same, you know, not a, that's just, you know, some people have more, some people have less. That's the way it is. Starseeds don't look at it that way. And it's probably because they're from other planets where it does, it really does not have to be that way. But again, there's a consciousness that is different from the ego. It's separate from the ego where everyone is kind of the same, like where you don't have to fight to survive. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying it's different. And I'm saying that they replicate that and they don't understand how we do things like the 
culture of lack we have as humans does not exist for starseeds. So like I said, um, starseeds are rainbows or crystals and they give off this mysterious vibe of an old soul and all knowing. Um, so like I said, rainbows, you know, they're kind of shifty. It, it looks like they can like change forms with their auras. They can, they can mold and, and, but they've been here a little longer. Um, Cindy Lauper is the only celebrity I can think of that has a rainbow aura. Okay. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, she can make it in the industry, but she's, she's a little wacky, you know, but also she's relatable. Like you can feel like you could probably talk to her and stuff like that. Like she has a rainbow aura. Um, I can't think of anybody else who's famous. Like I can think of people who I've read, um, who have one, but I can't think of anybody else who's famous who has one crystal aura. Keanu Reeves has a crystal aura. And, and like, if you read about him, like he's, he, and especially with this new relationship he's in, I mean, he's just very, he doesn't care, you know, like he, uh, won't touch people. Like he has a presence about him. There are certain things about him that people will acknowledge are very different yet. He can fit in yet. He's really big on bringing us, you know, higher awareness. And it's interesting. The movies he's always been attracted to like these sci-fi movies and things like that. So yeah, like I said, though, they wear cover colors to blend in. I want to take your questions. So Jessica, who is an admin on the Mystic Michaela spiritual family page, started a thread yep. for like some frequently asked questions. Okay. So let's take Scotty's back. Scott, so let's take their questions about what star seeds are and what it means. Okay, great. And you know, I locked down the house while you were doing that. M-I-R. M-I-R. Yeah. Mental block. Right. Intuitive. Right. Make we sure you know they're coming. And then resources. With liquids. With liquids. Got it. All right. We're we protected. That. Yes, we'll, we're, we'll tell the children when they get home. It won't be scary or weird No, no. But, well, hold on. They mm. said not to tell your family. Oh, we can't tell the kids? I don't know. Because um, I don't want to get Baker acted. Got All it. right. So Kim asks <laughs> from the Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Right. If one is a starseed. Yes. Would something like a past life regression be useful or would it be too weird, too strange? I, okay, so the thing was, like I said, rainbows can have had more than one lifetime as a human. Crystals, not so much. Also, I feel like, like I said, I feel like they're different species, but I don't usually get into it. Like, you could go crazy, by the way, Scott. Like, you can go, like, they have, like, each planet everyone's from, like, reptilians and, oh my God. like, this bird one and all these other ones. But, like, I, whatever. So, I feel like hypnosis might be actually really cool to do it. And you, as we learned from Brett Sorrell in Demystifying Hypnotherapy, you're in control of your hypnotherapy session. So it's not like anything can happen to you that you don't want to happen or you can't go somewhere that you don't want to go to. Okay. Now this person asks, mm -hmm. um, Heather asks, Yes. Uh, what if you decide to dress up like Mr. Spock on weekends? Does that make you a starseed? Yeah, it does. Okay. Usually they're really into sci-fi stuff. I don't think oh. anybody asked that, but I do. Actually, you actually brought up a good point. They're usually really into sci-fi stuff. So they'd really be like big, you know, well, beam we, me up, Scotty. Okay, so your friend Glenn yes. is, Glenn. has a rainbow aura. So we have a friend. Is he a starseed? Yeah, and okay. I told him that, and he was like, I know. <laughs> and we that have a friend like named Glenn, and like he has kids and stuff, and like he... We know because he was our neighbor and then he moved, whatever. So it's a very normal way that we know him. He's such a freaking rainbow aura and he knows it. Like, he's like, yeah. I know, but he's so obsessed with like 
he watches all those sci-fi shows on yeah. his own. He's like good with computers. But like, he's, uh, we don't know what he does. He's we don't like, know what he does. He's like so freaking smart. Like yeah. we're like, what are you talking about? But like, he does well for yeah. himself. He's but very like, interesting to yeah. talk to. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Linz asks, yes. would a starseed find another starseed as a mate? Starseeds have a hard time in relationships okay. and they can get kind of weirded out by each other. So like, um, like Keanu Reeves, who has a crystal aura, like he's with this, you know, this new girlfriend and which by the way, I thought I found it very interesting because like they're age appropriate and like Hollywood started freaking out. And I think it's because she like doesn't have facelifts and she doesn't like and, he's dating somebody who but, looks normal, but she's basically. not a starseed. No, she's not. Okay. She actually feels very, like understanding of him you know okay. so i think like a starseed can be with somebody who understands who they are okay. and their their limitations and the days that he's not talking so much in the days that he is and okay i have an like could you be another type of seed or just star seeds it's just star seeds. you can't be like a pumpkin seed pumpkin seed yeah i don't think so just a star seed. yeah okay. good question really good question <laughs> thank you um <laughs> do this is from mackenzie do yeah. star seeds feel less alone like Less alone when they're with other starseeds? Do they, like, have, like... Now, this is not her. I'm just adding to this. Like, do they have, like, a secret code? Like, hey, I'm a starseed. And they put up, like, a like a pinky finger or something. I think they know, like, when someone else is, like, them. Okay. Yeah. Because I think they're kind of, like, got it. It doesn't mean they're going to be best friends, but it does mean that there's, like, an awareness or an attraction there. Okay. How do you know if you're a starseed that you've, like, done your mission here on Earth? That's hard because I feel like they just like us have these needs. Okay. So we all have this mission on earth. It's called our soul contract. Starseeds just have one. That's a little bit bigger or something like they, they can, they can actually experience intense depression and moments of sadness and things like this. Like the rest of us can, if they're yeah. not fulfilling their mission, do they have like, a, no, I, I feel like they know intrinsically like where they're going next because okay. any starseed i've talked to they understand that okay my next placement won't be here i'll go back to where i'm going where i'm from like they can tell like or the next time i'm going to do this or the next time like they can actually they, it's almost like they know how they're coming back and in what capacity okay interesting this person asks does anybody know keanu or cindy lopper is that you that, that was that? that that was me yeah yeah Kelly said she has him on speed dial. You know, I don't. I just think Keanu probably doesn't even have a cell phone. He's probably so odd like yeah. that, you know, like so crystal. Like maybe he just uses like radio wave, like an antenna in his head. Yeah, that's what he does. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe he uses a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in the Matrix. Yeah. He's been there. You know, yeah. He took the other pill. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knows. He took the vitamins. Vi vitamins. Going back to vitamins. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we know that you, we know Glenn. Right. I know Ryan down in, uh, I think he's in Hollywood around that area. Yeah, he's we're going to meet him. He's yeah. coming to the Mystic McCallum yeah, spiritual he's, event. He's a crystal. Yeah. But we also have a spotlight on a client. We do. My client, Nikki Adelson, she has a rainbow aura, but like she has this purple cover over it. And it's interesting because when I read her, she had no idea what her color was, you know, which a lot of star seeds are like, huh? You know, until, and because it, they're different, they don't fit into the categories. They're a little different. So yeah. So she's got purple too, but that's her blend in color. Okay. And, um, 
like I just read her and I was like, you know, I think it was just like, whoa, like, cause I get excited when I see auras that are different. It's, and it's hard because it's like, I know I might sound crazy and you just have to kind of believe me. Cause, but I'm like, I'm like an aura nerd. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, you have a rainbow aura. This is so crazy. And then I start just talking about it. And I hope you understand. So I guess I said these things about her. I said that, um, rainbows have the ability to transcend cultural divides and I told her that she is really good at making systems, like creating flow, bridging gaps between people and information, that she's really good at just talking to other people, and that she has to read people for a job, but in a corporate sense, and send them on their path. Well, apparently, she's a chartered financial analyst, a CFA, and previously, she was an investment advisor. So that's the thing with these, like, rainbows, um, auras. Like, they don't – they're smart. They're, they're okay. like – it's kind of like they're naturally smart. Yeah. And they don't have to spend a lot of time learning things. They pick it up quickly. That's another thing with rainbows and crystals. They're very right. smart people. So right off the bat, I'm not even, like, sure what she's doing here. Like, is that – None of us are. No, <laughs> no, some people are. No, it's like she's – I don't know what this is, but like yeah. when I psychically was picking it up before yeah. I knew, before she told me, I'm like, I feel like she bridges gaps. Bridges gaps. Like so, it's like somebody needs something from somewhere else, and she's the bridge. Okay. Which is super star seedy of her because star seeds like to make communication smooth, right? Between systems, because then there's less conflict. Okay, when that makes there's sense. less and and money and because you know she's a financial analyst money and things like that all those are our energy and in our planet in our world it's a currency of communication energy uh, you know money is is a currency of communication the smoother you can operate currency of communication the better people will get along and that's just kind of what she's in charge of if you look at it like a very elevated okay. level so she decided anyways so she decided to branch out and recruit for companies who are looking to hire within the financial industry because she doesn't want to work for other people, which is a purple thing. But also, starseeds have a hard time working for others. She recruits for companies in the U.S., Canada, and some parts of Europe. So here's the thing. She has a super large database of candidates in the financial industry and in sales in general. She just knows a lot of people. People trust her. The rainbows in particular, very friendly, very yeah. trustworthy I mean, look at Cindy Lauper. Wouldn't you just like go up to her and tell her anything? Um, I, it's possible. I, I don't know because I never yeah. met her. Yeah. I mean, she feels she, so approachable. She looks a little kooky. Yeah. Well, Nikki's like that. I never met Nikki's not Nick kooky, but Nikki's like very she, approachable. Yeah. Um, and she's Canadian. Oh, Canadians are so friendly. They're so friendly. I've never met. Okay, a I've Canadian never met a rude friendly. Canadian. Me neither. I hope I don't. Me, me too. <laughs> If you or someone that you know is looking to hire you guys and would like the assistance of a recruiter, please contact Nikki. Um, you can contact her at Nikki Recruits, N-I-C-K-Y-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-S at gmail.com or follow her on Instagram. She has like some really interesting stuff on there um, that explain what she does. Nikki Recruits or LinkedIn under Nicole Adelson, A-D-E-L-S-O-H-N. And here's the thing, like, if you mention that you heard about her through this podcast, she'll give you 5% off her existing rates. And even if you don't know somebody, like, who, like, if you don't know what she does, like, she's a CFA, she's an investment advisor, and she she's a recruiter, basically. So yeah. reach out to her and be like, hey, you know, I do this, could you help me? You know, because that's, that's just ask yeah. her 
could you help me? This is what I do. And she like, could probably help with like a lot of things. Yeah, I think she could. I think she really could. I'm gonna ask her to help me with something. I haven't decided what yet. She could probably help us. She'd probably help us. Yeah. Yeah. She's just good like that. But if you don't know, like, if you just reach out to her, she'll yeah. let you know if she can help you or not. So that's Nikki, and that's my rainbow. And I don't know a lot, so it was super exciting to have one for a client. And that's my spotlight on a client. Cool. Well, yesterday, yeah. uh, you gave me other homework. Yeah. Not such enjoyable homework for me. And that was to watch The Bachelor. Scott has a red aura, and he cannot get over that Pilot Pete is so young looking. Okay. And I had to hear this so many times last night, you guys. He's a minor. There's no way he's not a minor. It's We released it on Thursday, but like we're recording this Tuesday morning. So we Correct. watched it last night. Right. and He's a minor. This is what I heard over and over again. Pilot? What's his name? Pilot Pete? Pilot Does Pete. he have like a name? His name's Pete Weber. Oh, okay. I thought it, Pilot was his first name. And his last it's name fun to Pete. call him Pilot Pete. All right. And like make a lot of aviation. All right. Even puns. if he isn't a minor mm-hmm. and he is of like voting age, yes. there's no way he's of drinking age. Okay. So, I think he's 28. No. Yeah. He is not 28. Well, now he's got a scar. That, okay. I didn't watch the end. I only watched the first well, 25 no, minutes. That, like if you look at his recent picture. Oh, he's got a scar. Yeah. Well, that's good for him. Because that might make him look like 22 now. He might now. look a little older yeah. now. There's no way he's not like, like, he reminds me of like a high school senior. He looks very young. Yeah. 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 And that, and and they were, I think the girls were all like 27, 26. They're like 23, man. Yeah. They're well, some, like the old ones, like the ones, like, I don't know like, what the like cutoff cou- They're like is. cougars compared to him. <laughs> like that one that he met, like before in the hotel or something. I, for, yeah. I, I, I want just... So you guys all know, I will never remember anyone's name. I just, just I'm bad like that. But the one he met, just got high cheekbones, and he met her at the hotel before. He met okay. her and all the girls hate. She looks a lot older than him. She just has a more mature look to her. Right. Like, but I think that's going to be the rest of his life. He's always going to have that baby face. Yeah. I mean. His he, dad looks young, though. Yeah, well, his dad had, like, that mustache. The mustache helps, but if you took that off and dyed dad's hair, yeah. like, his dad looks really young. Yeah. He should go to the mustache. I don't think anyone should grow a mustache. I'm against mustaches. Now, I watched the first 30 minutes or so. Yes. And who comes out but this Hannah Brown? Hannah. Okay. You know. (laughs) You have a theory. If I know who Hannah Brown is, that means she is being way overused by ABC. ABC. And, I, you know, the podcast a few weeks ago, I didn't make the joke. You made this prediction. That she's going to be everywhere. You said she was even going to be at Walt Disney World as a princess. Y- yep. <laughs> she's going to be cast in the next live action feature. Yes. Um, I think she's going to replace Vanna White on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> See, they're um, bringing her out everywhere. Yeah. I think she might be one of the co-hosts of GMA. <laughs> they might actually call, call her Dr. Hannah. Oh, and they're going to fire Dr. Oz? Fire Dr. Oz. You know, <laughs> comes out with his nonsense, you know, new diet. She Hannah could do that. She gets the ratings. Um, the View. I think the they view? can give her three seats. They can three? save money. They're yeah. cloning her? They, they give They're three, cloning three her. Three of the seats go to her. So it's like her and Whoopi <laughs> and, you know, one of the McCain's or whatever. And, like <laughs> and uh, everyone else can go, you know? You can just use Hannah for three of them. And she's on. Uh, she's everywhere, man. Is, is Judge Judy an ABC show? I don't know. Because she could be Judge Judge Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. Whip her out for that. Yep. She could be one of the judges on American Idol. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean... She can actually even, uh, she can do the Dancing with the Stars, but be the dance instructor. She should do that. She yeah. should do that. They're going to yeah. do that. All, everything you mentioned, She's, somebody from yes. ABC is jotting this down. Like yes. other ways we can use. Right. Because we do have really a producer from ABC that listens. Oh, we do? We do. 
Uh, yeah. She's probably jotting she's it down jotting because down. like these are brilliant ideas to you. Keep using Hannah Brown. Yes. Ginger- and they used her last night. Yes. And they're going to keep using her. Ginger Z is terrified right now that she is going <laughs> to lose the weather girl gig on to Good Hannah Morning Brown. of America to Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown could do anything right now. Anything. She's ABC's queen. Yes. I mean, I don't know how much more we have to see, but. Well, apparently, apparently a lot, because she's going to come back on The Bachelor again, too, to make oh. us all be like, oh, my God, is Pete over Hannah? Oh, my God. And then she'll be on that Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, uh, she was yeah. already. Bachelor in the Jungle. That's a new show they're coming Bachelor out with. Bachelor in the Jungle. Ooh. Yeah. Is it like Naked and Afraid, but Bachelor? They're in the jungle. Yeah, instead of putting them on a beach, they yeah. put them in like survival situations That's... in the jungles of like, uh, you know, Nicaragua and you stuff. Like... Guatemala. Man, these are like yeah. brilliant, yeah. golden ideas. It's Bachelor in Paradise meets Survivor. Oh my God. Yep. Meets it's coming naked out. Naked and Afraid. Next year. Meets Naked and Afraid. Yeah. So we thought we'd do a, uh, instead of doing like the, the typical Bachelor recap that like, all 7,000 other podcasts yeah, do. They're all doing that right now. Right. We're, we don't do that for you guys. No. We have original content. Yes. So we came <laughs> up with a segment, and actually you came up with this segment, <laughs> yeah, um, the title. And this segment is called Scott and Mystic Michaela Talk to One Another as if they were on the first night of The Bachelor. And let me just give you a little, like, background info. Scott and I are sitting in bed watching this, cracking up hysterically, wondering what the hell awkward situation. Yes. Like, you're being filmed. Yes. You have to, like, make an impression on somebody while you're being filmed. There's lights everywhere. It's so freaking awkward. Right. So, like, that's why we came up with the segment. I'll repeat yeah. it. Yeah. Scott and Michaela talk to one another. As if it was the first night of The Bachelor. Now, just to give you context, Scott is The Bachelor. I am The Bachelor. And I will tell you, just like the show, this is very scripted. This is scripted, okay. just like the show. So most of my jokes are <laughs> off the cuff. That's why they all fall flat. But this, this is, is scripted. This is scripted. We wrote this. Yes. We're going to get, like, screenplay nominations and whatnot. Well, we're going to win that that uh, podcast award. Here we go. All right, here I, we go. I, I'm also the narrator. You're the narrator okay. or am I the narrator? You, you oh, we, to, we should have really figured this I, out. I think I, I think it works better with me, the narrator. All right, Scott, okay. you're the narrator. All right, picture it. Mm-hmm. Sisley, no, that would be the Golden Girls. <laughs> picture it. The setting is a limo. You're going to play the characters of the, the Bachelorettes. What are they called? Yeah, the, you're the Bachelor. I'm the Bachelor, and you're the girl. I'm like, you're the, girl. the girls. You're the cast. Yeah. All, right, all, right. all right, they get it. Let's reset. All right. Setting. <laughs> a limousine. I am standing outside the Bachelor mansion, which almost burned down. <laughs> you come out. All nervous and say, Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh my God. My, um, my aunt wrote you a letter. Family is so important to me. She wanted me to give you this letter. Her name is Beatrice. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Beatrice? Yeah, Beatrice. My aunt's name, Beatrice. Wait, what? My aunt's name is Beatrice Rose. No, my aunt's name is Beatrice Rose. Are we related? No, no, no. I'll meet you inside. Okay, I'll meet you inside. Okay. Let, let me go talk to the other 50 women. Yes, I feel special. Okay, so that was scene one. <laughs> Setting. We're on a cushy couch in a romantically lit outdoor patio. Tell me something interesting about yourself right now. I'm really shy, but when you really get to know me, you find out that I enjoy a Pepsi. Oh, my God. My Aunt Beatrice does too. So does my Aunt Beatrice, Rose. <laughs> family is so important to me. I'm I, nothing without my family. My parents have been married 
400 years. <laughs> okay. I painted you something. I painted you this bowl of fruit. And for some reason, I'm super nervous to give it to you. Why are you so nervous? It was really personal to me. That's a very personal bowl of fruit. You have to go now. This other girl wants to cut in on your time. Fine. I'm going to go cry in the corner now. Okay. Next setting. That girl's now crying in the confessional room about how she only had two minutes. With it's me. not working out for me here. I don't know what I was thinking. But it's working out for the... You didn't ma she didn't manifest. That's the problem. She did not manifest. You got to go in there and you got to be manifest. like, this is my man. Yeah. I am yeah. going to have... Right. She's got to take your class. This is it. She's got to get that manifestation board. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, I mean, I wonder if she got cut off or not. I, I had to stop watching. All right. Yeah. Last, she didn't. She didn't. Oh, no. Okay. So she'll get a couple more minutes. All yeah. right. She's dating him now. All right. <laughs> Setting. This is the last scene. Actually, the girl that painted him the picture got the, the rose of the night. The one that painted the picture of like the smoky a mountain in Tennessee yeah. that looked yeah. like a fourth grader did it. That got the first it. impression rose. And it was like so meaningful. Mm -hmm. Wow. I wonder what he, I wonder where that painting is right now. I mean, honestly, it's in the garbage. It wasn't that good. <laughs> it's I think Chris Harrison <laughs> took it. It was weird because it, I don't know if there were flowers or hearts on the bottom. I really studied it. And she's like, my dad and I painted this painting I, for you. I'm going to tell, <laughs> I'm gonna tell I'm you like, what. That's uh, creepy. Uh, like, it's such a small painting. How do they both fit their arms painting it? I'm going to say this is what happened to that painting. Now, you're going to think this is weird, but this is what happened to it. Mm -hmm. it. He left it on that couch. Yeah. A producer picked it up. Yeah. The producer then gave it to Chris Harrison. Okay. Who then Chris Harrison gave it to a girlfriend. Yes. So it's in the girlfriend's house of Chris Harrison. He probably Chris Harrison if probably gifts these odd gifts yes. from the women to the men to his own girlfriends. That's what I would think. He's like, this is bachelor memorabilia. Yeah. And they like go crazy for it. They should have a bachelor clubhouse. Yeah. Like, like all like, the years. Like, like the, the Cohen? White, yeah, like, like Andy, Andy Cohen has yeah. and like all the memorabilia over the years. They should. Yeah. Like yeah. a museum. People would go see that. They I, would. I mean, they would. Yeah, they would. All right. Sorry. All right, we got totally off Totally course. off our game here. Ugh. All right. Just remind people, our game we're playing is yeah. Scott and Mystic Michaela talk to one another as if it was the first night of The Bachelor. I am The scene. Bachelor. Final and you're the rest scene. of the women. Final scene. Setting. A mini golf course. I set something up for you here. It's not the producers. I literally set it up for you myself. Will you show me how to play this complicated game of what they call mini golf? As you can see, this mini golf course is a hydroelectric plant. I'm glad it's a hydroelectric plant and not a windmill because windmills, I hear, cause cancer. Whoa. Whoa. You missed the shot. But I'll put the ball in the hole for you. I feel I'm on top of the world right now. My heart is ready for love <laughs> and this fairy tale and this journey. I believe your heart is in it for the right reasons. Let me ask my friend Chris if I should marry you. Family is really important to me. And that is that segment of and <laughs> <laughs> if we spent the first night on The Bachelor. What do, how do you come back from that? Like, what, what could we possibly do after that amazing segment? We have to close. We have to just close it We're up. We're closing it up. Um, just close it up. Finish it. Close. We're done. Okay, so thank you for listening today. A couple show notes going on. Miss Michaela's spiritual family gathering is in Hollywood, Florida, February 7th through the 9th. And you can take a look at my events tab on my mysticmichaela.com website and see if you want to purchase a ticket for February 8th. It's a dinner and open bar and lots of fun. So I hope to see you there. 
Also, look for any sort of pop-up events or anything like that. Um, also, you might want to check out our Spotlight on a Client. Um, you can follow her again on Instagram at Nikki Recruits. And I want to thank her for being our Spotlight on a Client today. You guys, I am so appreciative of you. Join me over at Mystic Michaela's Virtual Family, the closed Facebook group. And let me know what you think about Star Seeds and all sorts of stuff. It is an ongoing fun discussion over there and this podcast is for you and about you and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you and I hope you have a lovely rest of your week. Take care guys. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.